the Mitchell Pierce latest on the splash today and how one of our own fared with Aussie quick Pat Cummins. It's Thursday, the 26th of October. Yeah, welcome in to the splash. I'm your host, Phil Pryor. As I mentioned off the top, we've got Nathan Ryan, Fox League writer uh, and journalist, in to talk about Mitchell Pearce uh, and the latest involving that saga, you know, with Cooper Cronk um, being pursued by the Roosters. Uh, and then after that, remember the other day on the Splash on Monday, we spoke to rugby and cricket writer Christy Doran ahead of his uh, Wednesday date in the Nets with Pat Cummins. Well, that happened yesterday, uh, and so we're going to drag him in to, to talk all about it. Um, one of those stunts involving a, a mere mortal versus elite athlete, um, and, you know, Pat Cummins, he's pretty fast. He's, he's pretty sharp, so it's going to be interesting to find, how, find out how all that uh, shook out. Uh, look, also off the top, a, a, an NBA headline for you. We've been following the, um, the first couple of weeks of Ben Simmons' NBA career, uh, with the 76ers. Uh, well, unfortunately, his Philadelphia team was stunned by a buzzer beater uh, taking on the Houston Rockets today. Um, and unfortunately, an, an end of Simmons' uh, streak of double-doubles. So he he put together four straight double-doubles to start his career. Fell agonizingly short against Houston. Um, he was a bit you know, below his best uh, shooting the ball. He finished with 14.7 rebounds, nine assists. So just short of a fifth straight double-double, unfortunately. Um, But still, you know, a very, very promising start to his bright uh, NBA career. But first things first, let's try and get to the bottom of this Mitchell Pearce saga. First of all, uh, it really caught us all by surprise. Uh, Maybe even... uh, our market guru and rugby league writer Nathan Ryan, welcome to the Splash. Good to be back, Phil. Uh, yeah, it's what been was, a little while. It has been a little while. What was your reaction uh, to the Mitchell Pearce news? Did you know that something was going on behind the scenes? Because yesterday I spoke to Ben Glover and John Dean, uh, your your fellow NRL colleagues, um, uh, about Cooper Cronk and Luke Keary, and by that point, mid you know, kind of midway through yesterday, we no one had really heard anything Pierce-wise that there was, um, you know, some instability there. I, I got a, a whiff of uh, something when I stumbled upon the, the Luke Keary yarn. So yesterday mm-hmm. I, I wrote that the Roosters have um, tabled him a contract extension for another yeah. three years. Yeah, yeah. During the process of getting that information, it became very clear to me that uh, Luke Keary is viewed as the long-term six at the club. Yeah. So you bring in Cooper Cronk, who's obviously coming to play seven, then it, it, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's just a matter of simple math that you know, Mitchell Pierce is the odd man out. Um to, to the point where it's now being reported that he's um, being pushed out the door, for, for lack of a better term. Um, I think that there's a, a little bit of surprise from some uh, sections of the rugby league community, but yeah. overall, uh, I, I think that the writing's been on the wall for, for a little while now. Um, Has it really? I mean, you well, know, yeah, since well, the you, Cronk pursuit, or if if, if you're if you're targeting a, a player like Cooper Cronk, um, yeah, okay, who, so who is an out that. and out half, yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know, something has to yeah, has yeah. to give. And the drums have been beating for a little while. And it's been Mitchell Pierce and Jake Friend. They're the two names that have yeah. that have popped up. Yeah. So yeah. you've got one one bloke who's uh, your captain in Jake Friend that makes fifty odd tackles a, a game. Yeah. And then you've you've got a player in Mitchell Pierce who's won a premiership with them. But Basically, in, the two club captains. Well, yeah. Well, Boyd Cordner's the the other co-captain with yeah. Jake Friend. Yeah. Um, Mitchell Pierce was lost though. those yeah. Yeah. duties with some off-field issues. So, I think from the Roosters' perspective, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but the the information that that I've heard is that uh, the decision makers are of a view that Mitchell has been a, a good servant to the club. Yeah. But in the clutch moments, he hasn't been able to deliver, which yeah. is why they've gone after Cooper Cronk. Yeah. And they feel like they've stood by Mitchell through um, some some pretty tough times and done the right thing by him. And now mm. it's at a point where they don't owe him anything. Okay. You know, we, we had yeah. the Australia Day incident, the lady in the yellow dress. There's been a number of them. So now we're at a point where, you know, ma- maybe it's yeah, maybe it's time that we go our separate ways and yeah. and and both hopefully succeed. Yeah. Okay. And and we'll we'll get to the the where to in a moment. But digging a little deeper, was it something that I read from you? Uh, rec- only recently, maybe a few weeks ago, about the Roosters. Um, uh, clearing up some of their their future in the halves and re-signing a, a young talented player. Yeah, that was me, Lachlan Lamb, uh, yeah. the yeah Adrian, the, the son of, of yeah. Roosters legend Adrian Lamb. So he's uh, re-signed for one year. Yeah. Um, what they do have in in their lower grades is a, a really talented young half uh, by the name of Sean O'Sullivan. Peter O'Sullivan's son, the uh, the former recruitment manager. Yeah, he, he's a he's a super talent. Okay. So, um, two two players that have a lot of potential. Uh, you know, Mitch Cornish was was re-signed. Yep. He did a did a handy job uh, yep. playing that utility role. Yeah. So, um, I guess looking big picture, you know, some fans will raise the argument: you're bringing Cooper Cronk for two seasons and then he retires. Mitchell Pierce, he's got another you know six or so years, yeah. uh, perhaps longer left left in him. But um, at at some point, it's the old insanity saying, isn't it? You know, doing the same thing and expecting different results. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you, I haven't really had a look at who's off contract in in twenty nineteen for twenty twenty. Yeah, but theoretically, Cooper Cronk signs a two year deal, eighteen nineteen. He retires at the end of 19. Yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, I think Nathan Cleary's off contract that year, heading into 2020. Okay. So that, that gives you an idea. There's going to be some talent available. Yeah. And when Cooper Cronk leaves, <laughs> there's eight fifty a million dollars off the salary cap. Yeah. They're in the box seat to get the next best thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So future-proofing, looking looking long-term, planning it out, um, I'm sure that there's a there's a strategy behind it. That'd be so it makes roost- sense. That'd be so roosters to it end would. up with uh, <laughs> to end up with Nathan Cleary on their books in two years time after. And again, Cooper I must stress before somebody goes and takes me out of context. That's just a hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's just an example. Look, look. The point we're getting at is that um, the roosters seem like they're in a, a a safe enough position to let Mitchell Pierce go. Yeah. Which is interesting because it was only uh, earlier this season that you look at. St- Statistically, guys like Darren Lockyer, um, perhaps even Andrew Johns, didn't uh, start to dominate the Origin arena until they were kind of at Mitchell Pierce's age, around that 28 mark. So yeah. Pierce's best footy, in my mind, is still probably ahead of him. Um, and it might be over at 
uh, Manly or the or Newcastle Knights where that happens. Where's that stage of the process at now? Well, Nathan Brown, uh, the Newcastle coach, has made no secret of uh, his desire to get Mitchell Pearce to the Hunter. Yeah, uh, he was obviously. I, I love how honest Nathan Brown is. So do I. It's, re- it's refreshing, you know, isn't it? We, we, you know, when we're still in those speculative stages of recruiting players, yep. Nathan Brown calls a spade a spade, and it's really refreshing. And th- this is the beauty about our game and not having a, a transfer window. I think we, we spoke about it not too long ago about the AFL's model versus the NRL's model. Yep. We can have a Nathan Brown come out and say point blank, yeah, I'd love to get Mitchell there if he's free. Yeah, Let's yeah, bring sure. him up for a coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the great thing about our game. So he's made no secret. They're obviously in the market for Cooper Cronk as well, but yeah, that, that deal will be done at the, at the Roosters. It's just a matter of time. Um, in the meantime, where does Mitchell Pierce go? Yeah. I think that he will end up at, at Manly. Uh, a deal is in place and has been in place okay. for some time yeah. with Blake Green to go to the Warriors. Yeah. So it's a three-year yeah. deal. Uh, it's quite a, a lucrative contract. Did He's, Green have one more year left on his Manly deal? He signed a two-year deal from yep. two, the Storm. Two-year deal, $350,000 a season for a half. That's not big money. So he's yet yeah. to have that payday. Yeah. He, he was a bit of a journeyman, went to the Super League, not being paid well in the Super League, yeah. came back yeah. to the Storm. I think he was on $250,000 at the Storm. So again, small money for a half. He can finally get this payday. So it'll work out in everybody's if you want to bump interest. Up your, if you want to bump up your value long term, go and do a stint on the Bellamy. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. So for, for the way that this scenario could have played out, I think this this could be the best result for everybody. Blake Green will earn okay. some good money to, to set his family up. Three yep. years there, yep. Mitchell Pearce will get a get a fresh start. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans doesn't lose anything because he needs a, a dominant half outside him, which he had with Kieran Foran, which he he got from Blake Green controlling that left edge. So I think Pearce can do a really good job there. And okay. then the Roosters obviously they want Cooper Cronk. Yep. So it everyone's a winner. Yeah, um, yeah. The the yeah. only the only scenario I would see where Pierce could win big time financially, if that's his motivator, would be to go to a Newcastle because they've got mm. near two million dollars left on the cap to spend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and without getting too deep um, into it, uh, Blake Green has been so good for Daily Cherry, Cherry Evans this year, and and I and I would be concerned that perhaps um, Manly are, are, are getting a little bit too greedy by getting Pierce in the halves to partner DCE when we've found out last season that all DCE needed was um, a safe, uh, yeah. controlling, general kind of a halfback that then goes and lets DCE play his natural running eyes-up game. Uh, can Pierce play that kind of a role? That's yet to be determined, but Pierce is one of those sort of you know, bigger ego halves that wants to be the, you know, the the runner of the show. So how that um, can play into a halves combination, I'm not entirely sure. But I'll tell you what, the Warriors, they would love the type, the type of player that Blake Green is as well. So that's a massive win for the Warriors and for Sean Johnson. Yeah, 100%. I think that Sean Johnson, in a lot of ways, reminds me of, of Daly Cherry Evans. When he's on, he is electric. Yep. But, he, but he needs a steady head there to, to help him out. Yep. Control the game plan and... You know, Sean's a Sean's a half, but he's he's not a, a game management no. half. No. Uh, so if he's got someone, a, he, a, very similar to DCE in, in very many much ways so, in that yeah. respect. So you, you you look at what Blake was able to to do for Daly. You go and and you take that to the Warriors. Yeah, it it seems like a match made in heaven. And yeah. Yeah. and this you know we talk about halves hitting their straps in in their late twenties. 
that's the point in Sean Johnson's career that, that yeah. he's at now. So this yeah. could be a pivotal moment in his career. Yeah. On the flip side for, for Manly, you can't tell me that Mitchell Pearce won't have the biggest chip on his shoulder that oh, yeah. he's been kicked out for Cooper Cronk. So he's going to go to Manly, fired up. He's going to be challenging everybody. He's, he's going to be motivated. He's going to get the best out of Daly mm. um, because, like you said, he... He has that bit of an ego. He wants to be in every play. So they're going to be pushing each other. I, I can see this being a, a really healthy and, and creative uh, partnership. And, and no disrespect to Blake Green, but if I'm defending, I'm I'm way more fearful and in two minds if I see Cherry Evans and Pierce yeah. than Cherry Evans and, and Green. Yeah, yeah. Pierce just creates so many other options, uh, especially with his kicking game. Mm. Uh, it, it really excites me. So I can see why Trent Barrett would want to go down that route. Yeah, yeah. Blake Green has a... He's, he's cheeky threatening with his running game, but I, I, yeah. I definitely take your point there. Um, so no issues for Manly fitting Pierce in. What What's Pierce demanding a, a season? Uh, hard to say yet. What he's demanding, um, his contract is worth eight hundred thousand dollars a season on the cap. So, um, as, as I mentioned, Blake Green's on three fifty. They still have money there. They're after a back rower. Yep. Um, obviously, yeah. Stewart and, and Matai retired, so uh, their money comes off the cap finally. Uh, so they do they do have some cash to play with. So I can't see it being too much of an issue bringing in Mitchell Pierce. Um, that did did Manly sign Joel Thompson? Didn't get done in the end. Okay. Um, I, I, I believe that it's still in the pipelines, right, uh, right. but hasn't hasn't been done. So whether that then impacts on the type of back rower that they can mm. bring in, yeah, um, yeah. They, they were after somebody in the the model of uh, of a Tepai Maroa. They, they were chatting to him okay. for for a little bit there, and uh, so they're obviously in the market for for that next big big thing. Yeah, um, you yeah. know, solid back rower. So ma- maybe that then changes the. Uh, the direction of, of the club because the opportunity to get somebody like Pierce uh, is, is just too tempting. But yeah, we'll, exactly. We'll have to wait and see how that one pans out, how much money's left over because who's to say Newcastle don't offer up Mitchell Pierce a million dollars a season. Yeah. So now he's he's made 200000 by leaving uh, yeah. the Roosters. So yeah. Manly have to have to meet that if if they can. There's a lot, a lot of scenarios still to play out. Mitch seems like a Sydney boy. I, I, I don't know how he'd uh, react to moving up the uh, <laughs> up the F1, but uh, all to be all to be played out. And uh, and I would recommend uh, sticking to that Fox Sports website, the league section, for all the updates. Uh, Nath Ryan working around the clock. You'll be in today. You'll be in tomorrow. I'm assuming following this one closely. The World Cup as well tomorrow. The World Cup kicks How off crazy tomorrow is as well. It? The, the, we're on the eve of the World Cup, and here we are talking transfer news in Clubland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's how rugby league works. <laughs> it just doesn't stop. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the AFL, you know, they they uh, they very carefully script everything so that the sport stays relevant twelve months of the year. In the NRL, it's it's uh, it's a less organised approach, but it gets the job done nonetheless. It sure does. Nathan Ryan, thanks for joining the splash. Thanks, Phil. Always a pleasure. So, as I mentioned off the top. Uh, we had Christy Doran in, our rugby writer, the other day, but he also writes a bit of cricket as well. Used to play a bit of cricket here and there, so uh, we thought we'd set up a stunt uh, and uh, and see how we fared against Aussie quick Pat Cummins, uh, and Christy did that yesterday. So uh, joining us on the splash uh, to talk about it is the man himself, Christy. Welcome. Thank you, Philip. Good to be in the hot chair again. And, uh, and I've also got... 
uh, Jonathan Bahume in who is the digital video producer and the um, the guy with the the camera who went out and uh, and shot it all. Welcome, welcome. Your first appearance on the Splash, Johnny. It's my debut appearance. Uh, thanks for having me, Christy. It's uh, it's not so much of a pleasure to see you though after yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So set the scene for the for the listeners first of all. What what was the occasion? Um, and then we'll and then we'll dive further into the the stunt it, itself. Sure. So Gillette has just jumped on board with with Cricket Australia, so very much a, a sponsorship deal, and yeah. um, that they had set up a, an opportunity to face Pat Cummins and and have a bowl at. So Stephen a few of the Smith. journo's from around the traps. Yeah, there there was a there was a bunch of us. What were you doing there, Christy? It's uh, a good question. Um, <laughs> Our cricket lead, Joe Barton, isn't much of a... Uh, can't really hold a stick to, to save his life. You've got him You've got him covered in the charismatic stakes as well. Oh, thank you very much. But um, so, yeah, <laughs> had the opportunity. A, a few of us got out there and, and faced Patrick and uh, a few didn't. Um, safe to say that he wasn't bowling at uh, full speed. I'm not sure how I would have fared ha- had he done so, but uh, a very joy- enjoyable experience. So John, you went along with him. How many cameras did you take? What was the sort of the, the, the plan of the, of the attack from the shooting perspective? Yeah, it took a few cameras, took a couple of GoPros. Christy was that excited to go in there and have a bat that he forgot to put the GoPro onto his helmet. <laughs> uh, so I had to slide that one through the nets and uh, he stuck it on there in the end. So hopefully we've got That's some good, good vision good. of Christy trying to, uh, trying to play some I don't know, some cover drives down. You actually hit someone. He actually hit a journo as well. Oh, wow. So he's actually caused a bit of damage out there yesterday. One to my shoulder, which we'll get to later on. <laughs> Another where he hit this shot down the ground, down the nets towards, who was it? I don't know who it was. Well, let's just go back to the, the GoPro incident where it was actually a, a tactic. I thought, I haven't actually picked up a cricket bat in about 18 months. So I was going to, for the first couple of balls, just make sure that the cameras weren't all you know, recording me. And then, uh, you know, I've, 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 I've seen he a few... He left the first ball. Left the first ball. <laughs> Who does just, that? Who's facing Pat Cummins just and he leaves up the first the, ball? The, the I saw the vision of that. It's a solid leave. It's a great it, leave. It great was technique. perfect technique. Yeah, thank yeah. you. It's just missed yeah. the top of off. It's a typical opener. <laughs> you, know, you know where your off stump is. But... Um, it was it was good fun. I, I, I asked Patrick if he could uh, quicken it up a little bit. Unfortunately, he'd said due to Cricket Australia protocol that he wasn't allowed to bowl too quick because okay. we all know about his injury history and yes. the sports science about um, you can only bowl a certain amount of deliveries per day at this amount of speed. Um, and being a 23-year-old with an extensive back injuries and stress fractures, he wasn't able to. Do you reckon he was just scared of probably facing you? Uh, look, maybe he didn't want to have the embarrassment, um, but I, I asked him to, to bowl a short one, bounce me, and uh, he said, "Sure, okay, I'll do that." And uh, pitched one. I mean, short. you've got to you've got to sort of send it down if you if you're bowling one short. Yeah, yeah. You need a bit it's of zip an, off. It's always that. an effort ball, and yeah. um, it was a good one too. It was right at the grill. I mean, the thing is, you knew it was coming, though. So. Wow, well, look, I knew it was coming at some stage. You're never quite sure, though, because these cricketers. Um, it's all about mind games half the time That's anyway. That's so true. he bowls it short and I got a fair bit of it on. Whether or not it was going to be caught at uh, deep fine leg, quite possibly. <laughs> Nonetheless, I'm glad I didn't back away and take a backward step. But uh, he said, oh, look, I'm glad you got on something because that was right at your grill. Um, so you got some, you got some bat on the on the Pat Cummins short ball. That's yeah. that's that's a claim. It is a little bit of a claim, uh, just in the the SCG indoor nets. But 
great fun and then uh, opened the shoulders up. And as Jonathan said... Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So just for the listeners out there jumping out of their skin to go and check out this vision at the website, not up yet. John, don't give us a ballpark. When you, so you'll be uh, p- putting the video together, I'm assuming? Yeah, putting the video um, together. So I think sometime next week, I've just got to see the physio about the shoulder that Chris is injured. So <laughs> I can't really edit without, with the shoulder at the moment. Have a look. Dear feel idea. that, mate. In feel a, that. In a just have a feel of that, mate. Swollen. He's currently swollen. Great, go. great radio there. Uh, they just touched one another for the listeners at home. Um, so, yeah. So, Christy, you're also going to write a piece um, for, the, for the website talking about your experience. Um, so, what happened after after you faced Pat Cummins? You got someone, Steve, captain of Australia, threw the threw the ball and said, "Send some down, son." That's right. Yeah. So I faced seven balls against Pat, and then uh, before I was told, "Okay, enough's enough. I've inflicted too much pain." They around said, the place "They said to Christy, keep someone. it down, please." Yeah, it needed From to cricket, just cricket keep Australia a lid on said, it. Keep it down, Christy. Yeah. Um, and uh, Steve was in the net next to us, and he looked like he was hitting them pretty well. Uh, <laughs> and I've I haven't bowled in probably longer than I have batted. Um, so I rolled the arm over and was dispatched pretty quickly. But I did say to John, "Look, I'm going to bowl a." Uh, Ian Harvey, slow ball out of the back of the hand. And I told Smudge, Steve Smith, why don't you charge me and see how far you can send it. And look, whether or not he um, just so decided... Is, is he under um, constraints as well? No, no, nah, not, nah, not physically, at all. Physically, you know... Yeah, he was hitting them pretty well and pretty okay, long okay. out of the middle. Um, he didn't miss one for, all day from what I saw. And he, he charged and whether or not I beat him with the... Uh, the slow ball out of the back of the hand, or he just decided, oh, I'm not really going to go after that one. Uh, we'll never know. But he he just politely prodded it back to me. So did you? Nice. What what sort of uh, deliveries were you sending now? Because you used to bowl a bit of leggies. I bowled you? leg spin up until I was 16. But uh, if you're not bowling leg spin consistently, yeah, uh, it's yeah. not going to it's not going to work. So I bowled some meds, and they were very medium pace. <laughs> <laughs> Jono, how did you hurt your shoulder? What what happened? So after we had uh, finished up, I said, hey, Christy, let's just take a couple of shots from behind the stumps. I'll stand behind the stumps with the camera. You just send them down, you know, nice and slow, just outside off, please. So uh, Christy comes in, charges down the first one. Beautiful, just outside off. Great shot. So Christy, take two. Let's go again. As I'm setting up there, I've just got the camera. It's just out of focus. As I'm turning the focus, I can see Christy running down the barrel. Oh, no. Let's one rip right at me, right towards the camera. I just He starts screaming, so I just jump to the left and he just <laughs> smacks me into the shoulder. That's that, and that was the fastest delivery he's, uh, he's bowled that day. Uh, it certainly was. It was probably had starting to loosen up a little bit, but I'm, I'm glad I yelled and he saw it at the last second because either the, the camera was going to be broken or, or his face. This is what happened when you get print journos in to do video work. See what happens? Yeah. It's terrible. He needed a bit more media training, Jono. A little bit more sports training, maybe. <laughs> hey, Christy? That too. Nonetheless, it's actually an enjoyable experience. You go you go out and you've been at the SEG basically your whole life watching a lot of your heroes, but later in life, yeah. people that you might deal with a little bit. And uh, to have the opportunity to, to face Cummins particularly uh, was, was a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience for just an amateur cricketer, really. Um, mm. So certainly a lot of fun. Really, really, <laughs> just an amateur. amateur. <laughs> really? I didn't even think you were up that high. Oh, thank you. <laughs> What's before amateur? What's lower than amateur? Uh, we rudely interrupted the moment where he actually speaks from the heart. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's continue. Sorry, mate. Continue. That's what Play you on. get for it. But 
the heart rate, I suppose, was, was up a, a few notches earlier on um, before yeah. before I knew that he wasn't going to be sending him down too quick. But uh, great to, to have a, a, f- a few shots, get a couple away. Probably was caught in the covers a couple of times too, just maybe trying to hit the ball too hard. Can't wait to see another replay of that, uh, that perfectly left ball outside the off stump. Yeah, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, make sure you uh, you do uh, get on onto the Fox Sports website and have a look for that next week. Um, you know, we've been following this journey on the Splash all week, so uh, I'll be sure to let the listeners know uh, when that um, when that content is on the website. Boys, thank you very much for joining the Splash. It's been um, a pleasure. Yeah, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have Christy on as well. He's one of the one of the favourites. Thanks, Philip. Uh, and yeah, that'll do us on today's edition of the Splash. Uh, thank you for everyone for tuning in. Um, look, please hit subscribe over at iTunes, um, or if you prefer to listen to your podcasts on Spotify, we're up there. So go and check it out there as well. Until next time, that's a wrap. Mm-hmm.